There's a fog on the pond and a whistle in the wind My grandpa was a fishing man He got an education, bought a plot of land With the fog on the pond and a whistle in the wind Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer, joined in the Soul Shack tonight. On my right, Adam Markham. On my left, Bobby Reynolds. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? Doing very well, Josh. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Eddie Bobo, how are you, man? <laughs> Little British accent there, Joshy. Hey, we know uh, Addie's got to come strong with the accents whenever mm-hmm. uh, the intro happens now. Last week was some deranged madman. This week we get a little British. I like to keep you ever, you boys on your toes, the audience on their toes. That's right. That is what you are best at keeping <laughs> us on our toes, as we know. Well, welcome in. We're glad you guys are here. It is the Week 10 Recap Podcast, boys. We have sailed past the halfway point. Bobo, can you believe we are on the back nine of the 2022 NFL season? I can't. It's, uh, it's exciting. It's good. It was a good weekend of football. It was. A lot of good games on. A lot of offense, a lot of good defense. Uh, Going to be getting into the chilly months here in Kentucky. Can't wait to. I was going to say, I think cold weather's here. Absolutely. I don't think it's going back. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about your... Uh, we will talk about it. Jeff Saturday-led yes. Colts. Saturday for Sunday for the Indianapolis Colts. You have to. I mean, we'll get into it, but... Um, cold, cold up. It's it, it's a lot of conflicting feelings, and we will get into it because there was a little bit of juice in that game. But, uh, hey, it, it's a weird feeling because you want the Colts to get a good draft pick so they can finally draft a quarterback. Uh-huh. But at the same time, when your team is playing, you just can't root for them to lose. Mm-hmm. That's just antithetical to being a fan. I can't be like, no, drop that pass. No, miss that tackle. Mm-hmm. It's just hard. You can't root against your own team. In your face, Joe Thomas. Yeah, thank you, Joe Tom. Everyone, it, it was comical. Like, my favorite was the, yeah, the Joe Thomas rant where it was like... Out so, of breath. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what these coaches do. <laughs> well, and then also, Joe Thomas, to say that it's the most egregious thing you've ever seen, your former team gave Deshaun Watson the largest contract in NFL history. Yeah. Mm. And yet, this is the most egregious thing you've ever seen. Mm. Please sit down, be humble, Joe Thomas. So a lot of hand, deals, Josh. a lot of hand wringing, <laughs> a lot of virtue signaling in the coaching circles. I think secretly a lot of coaches in this sort of fraternity are nervous because what if Saturday comes in and does well and it's like, wait a minute, Hold up. are we upending the whole sort of methodology that goes into hiring these coaches? Yeah, what's next? You're gonna get the uh, the boys from the IDP show, <laughs> give them a job. Why not? Why not give us a shot? Parks Fraser was getting uh, Frank Reich's coffee and dry cleaning like three years ago, mm. and now he's an offensive coordinator calling a winning game plan. So yeah, I'm going to need a head coaching gig off the bat. I'm not doing any of that grunt work. <laughs> no, none of that. No OC, no DC. I think at, I think you'd be, I feel like you'd do well as like the DB's coach. Just out there teaching proper technique, showing just Chauncey Gardner Johnson film 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah, I could do it. I could do it. any position. It doesn't matter, Josh. You are head coach specifically. That's, that's, that one. that's, that's <laughs> the one I want. That's the one I want. Well, welcome in. We're glad that you all are here. Make sure you're checking us out over on the YouTubes as well. We now have a little at handle, boys. YouTube moved over to the actual 
handle model. So you can say we are youtube.com and then it's at the IDP show. So check us out over there. Make sure you're subscribed and follow. We're going to be doing some cool stuff over there come the off season. So that's the place you want to be. And you can see our beautiful faces if you'd like to watch these episodes. But gentlemen, we're going to go through every game from week 10 the Monday night game is on right now. Addy is not looking at uh, just the corner of the room, just like staring at a demon in the corner. Well, maybe he is. I don't know. I feel something back. There's a presence back there, Josh. My hair on my neck is standing up. Someone died in here, Josh. Someone's about to die in here if you don't pay attention. Uh, but let's start off, boys, with the Thursday night game. Did you all happen to watch any of the Thursday night game this week? It was the uh, Panthers getting the 25-15 victory over over the Atlanta Falcons. Any Thursday night football watching at all this past week? Uh, about five snaps. And I said that'll be... I think be, that's about all I got, too. That'll be enough of that. Yeah, it's a tough one. Tough watch. I watched maybe a quarter, two quarters. Yeah, I was potting with John, and so we I had it on, then our stream was messing up, so I just turned it off. By the time we got finished, it was already over. I was like, well... It's, good, it's a good wife night. It's a good date night. Yeah, I was going to say... Those bad games like that. Kind of thankful for those, you know. What is... Sprinkle some of those in. Bill Simmons always say, go go, you know, go to the orchard, go apple yeah, picking yeah. on, like, bad Sundays, or yeah. if it's a bad, you know, island game, go watch... Uh, go spend some time with the family, Bobo. Sure. I'm solo dad at this week still, so um, you want to really have a, a week feel like about four months just... Take care of your kids solo for a little bit. How's the wifey? She just oh, she's eating or drinking and wait her way through France. Sure, she's post. She went to a castle today. Okay, they they literally saw the gates open up of this privately owned castle and just like all the tourists stormed in. We got one in Lexington. Not impressed. Yeah, I've been to that castle. (laughs) It is actually pretty nice. Have you been in it before? I haven't, Josh. Yeah, I'm I'm not that bougie. It's nice. It's got a restaurant. I'll get on your level one day. Maybe one day, but on our level. Of the Panthers and Falcons, uh, yeah, I don't know. This was not a great game. Panthers get the 25-15 victory over the Falcons, who are surging a little bit. Bucks now in charge in that division. But, uh, yeah, Panthers get the dub. And uh, Addy Frankie Luva is back, baby. I will say, though, Shaq is always a good second half of your duo. Frankie Luva and Shaq Thompson, 100% of snaps this week. Frankie Louvu, one of the top scorers on the week, 32.1 points on 100% of snaps. So may we have two viable linebacking options there in Carolina? Yeah, it seems that way. Uh, it's going to be hard to get either one of those guys out of your lineup going forward. Sounds like we will have Jeremy Chin back at some point here That's pretty right. soon too. So that'll be, uh, that'll be nice. Um, it's always nice to have uh, some better defensive back options. It's been a brutal year mm-hmm. in the safety department. Yes, it has. Um, I love that Adam's one-third of a chicken sandwich is still sitting on the table. Yes, it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's right. I forgot to eat the rest. Yeah, it's, uh, it'll be yeah. nice. I'll throw it back on there. You can see it. It's right behind <laughs> the title graphic, It was a good folks. half, yeah. I'll say that. I should put it in its own little box. <laughs> yeah. Just chicken watch. That's yeah. great. That's another reason. Check out the YouTube, folks. You can see Adam's dinner at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, will we get out of here before it goes bad? Probably not. Probably not. Bobo, Richie Grant continuing an impressive comeback season after a disappointing rookie campaign. 15 and a half points on 100% of snaps. He has played very well this year. Yeah, he sure has. Yeah, he really has. I guess my question with the Falcons, though, is who are you trusting there? Um, for Dynasty, are we trusting Rashawn Evans? 
Are we trusting Jalen Hawkins, who has had some okay games here in the last couple of weeks, had four points on 100% of snaps. Are we trusting this Richie Grant, 15 points on 100% of snaps? There's just not a lot of things in Atlanta that I want to put my faith in yeah. right now. I think Rashawn Evans has is uh, on a one-year deal. Um, but, yeah, you're probably not. I mean, Richie Grant is, is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Troy Anderson, obviously, I think is yep. probably the best piece there. The young edge mm-hmm. rusher's there. Arnold Abacati, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, D'Angelo Malone will. Has he had flash. much opportunity? I haven't. He did kept get up a with sack. Him. Yes, uh, did he? He's actually been scoring ago. some points because I've got him on IR, and mm-hmm. it's always just a little bit of a bitter pill when you're like, "Oh, hey, you're actually scoring points." I didn't think you're yeah. going to play it all this season. He's Let's, just getting like fifteen to twenty snaps. Yeah, it's snaps. not much. Let's ask those questions for both of these teams. I mean, like even with the Panthers, what are we doing with Frankie Louvu? In Dynasty, are you going to hold him? You know, I mean, probably so. I mean, what's what's someone going to come pay for him? Is someone going to come give me a third round pick? Definitely no. Someone nope. give me a fourth, maybe. So if someone gives me a fourth, I'll probably move him. If if it's a fifth, I'll probably just hold on to him. Now yeah. I know that in XFFL, our trade deadline is like pushed back yeah, further. It's December fifth, I think. But I mean, most standard leagues are probably pretty close to being about done. Would you think? Yeah, I mean, usually um, we bumped ours back, so I think it's literally like the week before the playoffs start, like the last week of the regular season, So, Mm -hmm. which is when your trade deadline should be, folks, especially in Dynasty Leagues. You want teams to be able to maximize those assets for as long as they can because it just inspires more activity in your league. Both ways, for not only for the contenders, but also for the teams that are selling. And you're like, oh, but what if the the, the bad teams sell all... That's okay. Mm -hmm. Especially in Dynasty, that's okay. And trust your people in your league. Trust that they're not going to collude and say, hey, I'll send you all my good players. Mm -hmm. You win it and we'll split the pot. Just have good folks in your league. Trust your league mates. And if that's something you're worried about, well, then get the bad apples out of there and bump back your trade deadline. What about Brian Burns? Has he excelled um, this year for you guys? Yeah. I think oh, so. yeah. Better than you anticipated? Yeah, honestly. I think so, I think so yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we I had high hopes, but, I mean, you look at the, the performance week to week. He's had a couple stinkers here and there, but he's had a 29.9 week, 21.35. And then these last four weeks – 19.65, 10.75, and 19.05. So, thank you. thank you very much, Brian Burns. Yeah, because defensive end, we'll get into it some tonight, but it's kind of been a little bit tricky this year as well. Miles Garrett didn't have a sack this week. TJ Watt's back now. Um, you know, Joey Bosa has been out majority of the year, but now Nick Bosa looks really good. Um, Josh Allen in Jacksonville has been non-existent. Rashawn Gary's out for the year. So, a lot of the guys that... You know, Montez Sweat has been back and forth. We haven't seen Chase Young at all. A lot of the guys that were half drafted really highly um, have either been really good or non-existent, really, yeah. in my I opinion. Mean, linebacker's been pretty chalky this yeah. year, but the other positions, man, it's mm-hmm. just been hard. It's been hard. So let's talk about the, the I believe, the first game in Germany for the NFL. The Buccaneers get the 21-16 victory over the Seahawks. I was up watching this yep. game with Pax. It was fun. Mm-hmm. The stadium looked amazing. Apparently, they stayed like 10 to 15 minutes like after the game. No, not a single fan had left. Like wow. They were singing karaoke at the end. Like The Germans were lined up like two hours before kickoff trying to get in the stadium. Like. It's a good good place to I think the NFL wants to go back and put yeah. down some roots. You uh, you're a fan of the international. Uh, outlook. I love it. I said, what if we had like weeks four through twelve international, basically international series, like an extended slate of games every single Sunday morning at eight thirty. You had a different international game. Mm. 
That would be fun. Yeah. Wake up every Sunday morning. You got football on as soon as you get up. I like that. That sounds like a nice treat for me. Yeah, it's the best. It's the best. Especially when you become a dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're up anyway. You're up oh, anyways. Yeah. You've been up for two hours. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to wait like <laughs> That's what's the six worst hours. Sundays now. Yeah. yeah. Sundays are long as hell because you're up at like six. Mm-hmm. You're waiting six hours for the yep. games. Mm-hmm. Whoo. Yeah. There's <laughs> it's worth a, it though. Yeah. Somehow. It, it's all worth it. Like parenting or just the, the NFL? The game part. The game part. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But let's talk about this Seahawks Buccaneers game. The lead linebackers for both teams showed up big and us IDP managers say Donka. That is German for thank you, I believe. So thank you to Jordan Brooks, 23 points on 97% of snaps. And thank you to Devin White, 35.15 on 100% of snaps. He was really the story of the day for the Bucks. The next closest score, Joe Tryon Shoyinka at 14.2 points. Cody Barton had an interception there, so he was at 20.85 on 80% of snaps. So the snaps did tick back up. So that's encouraging if you were rolling Barton out there for some reason. But uh, I thought this one was uh, pretty chalky. Uchina Nuwasu had a down game. Uh, but otherwise, Addy, I mean, your linebackers showed up big. So I think the two biggest assets in this game delivered for IDP managers. Yeah, you love to see it for Devin White. I mean, we've been talking about him being a sell. So, I mean, this will just boost his value even more. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Devin White's going to be fine for another two, three years, right? He's still going to – that's what that's what's great about Devin White. He still has these. He's one of the rare linebackers that can give you thirty point games on the reg. Like yeah. he'll do it like that can be a week winner three or four you. times a year. So yeah, it is, he is really valuable. So Devin, have. so you probably shouldn't sell unless you do get a first back for sure. Yeah. So uh, Devin White last week had a seventy point two overall PFF grade. Had a ninety one point nine pass rush grade last week. Devin White did. Um, correct. Yeah. Wow. And then yeah. week nine, he actually had a seventy eight. Uh, 0.9 tackle grade, 81.1 the week before. Um, What's those yeah. coverage grades looking like? Uh, 48.1 last week, <laughs> 69.4 the week before, mm, okay. 59, 67, 51, 68. He's okay. So he's, he's been okay. better. He's hovering. He's been better. Yeah, better than he has been. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, I've got Devin White in our main league, and he is on the trade block. I am looking for a 2023 first. If I don't get it, I'll mm-hmm. probably just franchise tag him, pay him about $10 million. I don't know if I want to extend him for four years. But pay I think him you should. ten million bucks for one year. Sure, yeah, I why not? Would I mean you're, you'll you'll end up trading him? Mm-hmm. I'd say. Yeah, I just have been in that situation before with those linebackers where you're like year three, you're like, oh, I'm paying this guy nine and a half, ten million bucks, and he's he's like linebacker thirty eight. You know, it's Deion Jones for me right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's just I've seen the life. I, the cliff comes very quickly for linebackers. I have a feeling Devin White's on that same trajectory. But, yeah, he's going to be good for at least another year or two. Mm-hmm. I don't think the cliff's coming that quickly for him. So, uh, and he's yeah. He's definitely there for another year, right? He doesn't expire until uh, 2023, I think. I'll, I'll double-check the contract. But I would say, yeah, he was a first-round pick, so he's going to have that fifth-year fifth year option. They'll pick that up. I would, I would think so, yeah. I don't know. Mm, that's tricky. Did They did pick up his fifth year, so I bet he is expiring right now. Well, no, I don't think his fifth year is is up I yet. Think they get to pick. So yeah, he's his next year is his fifth year. Okay. of his contract. So have um, they picked it up yet? I don't know yet. Um, so. so he's in his fourth year right now. So they have to, I guess, pick it up. Uh, I don't know if you picked that up the year before or the year of, but last year is the last year on his contract. Mm. So it's late, folks. Yeah, it's late. We don't know, but I'm looking at Spot Track right now, and he is on the team next season. He's a UFA in 2024. Mm. Okay, mm. so. I don't think he's going anywhere. 
I think the contract is guaranteed because the dead money matches the cap hit. So I think this is the end of his rookie deal. So yeah, he's going to be with the Bucks next year, folks. Don't worry. I don't think he's going to be somewhere else. But let's move somewhere else in terms of games and talk about Broncos, Titans. I think I saw a stat where the Broncos are leading the league in the fewest points allowed and also dead last in terms of points per game. Mm -hmm. Basically, they're holding opponents to like 17 and a half points or something. So if they score 18, they win. Mm -hmm. But they can't even score 18, Bobo. Mm -hmm. And that's that's problematic when you've got a... $245 $245 million quarterback under contract for the next like 10 years. This may seem exaggerated also, but I think in that tweet that I saw as well, they said that another team hadn't done that since like 1947 or something. It was like, is that right? I don't know. I mean, historical the NFL attitude, would have been around then. I mean, yeah. And a different, you know, yeah, it'd have been like different whatever. iteration. I don't think the first Super Bowl was to like the sixties maybe. Yeah. So, anyways, this uh, Broncos team is bad. They go down 17-10 to the Titans. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really do believe Mike Vrabel could win a game with the cast of the IDP show playing defense. Mm -hmm. Like, we'd probably have you at one of the defensive ends. Uh, Defensive tackle. Yeah, get Kyle Bellyfuel lined up there on the line. Let Mm -hmm. him be one of our hog mollies. Where are you playing? I'm probably playing, like, safety and hopefully being as far away from the play as possible so I don't have to, like, tackle someone. Mm -hmm. I'm green dot. Yeah, you're green dot. You're calling the plays. Easy. Uh, John Macri's out there, Trip. You know, we got yeah. the whole the whole extended I heard, crew. I heard Macri could lock you down. Yeah, no doubt. He's yeah. uh, Macri Allen. Yeah, he's a good coverage line. He's a Fred Warner type, you For know. Sure. Great coverage linebacker. Yeah. But speaking of <laughs> players not being out there for the Titans, if David Long misses next week, fellas, fire up Dylan Cole. 20.15 points on 45% of snaps. David Long, stinger, day-to-day. Uh, what is a stinger? I don't know. Like a hip thing? I thought it was like... Um, he got stung by a bee. Was, yeah, that's what I always think of. Did a bee get on the field? Uh, uh, I really don't know, Bobo. I'm sorry. We right. should mention it from the Thursday night game. We always like to hit these injuries. Uh, Dante Jackson, uh, cornerback there for Carolina. Achilles injury, season over. Mm. Matt Ioannidis, calf injury, week to re- week, to week. but he already has been ruled out of Sunday's game versus the Ravens. No injuries from the Seahawks-Buccaneers game. Uh, the Titans were already super depleted. Yeah. Zach Cunningham was out. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Simmons, Simmons was out. Amani Hooker was out. Zach Cunningham. Yeah, Zach Cunningham actually went on IR, I believe. Really? Yeah. Mm. So, uh, Kwan Williams, knee injury week to week. He will have arthroscopic knee surgery this week. We mentioned David Long with the stinger. Elijah Molden, groin injury day to day. Lonnie Johnson, hamstring week to week. Um, Addy, we saw, we mentioned it last week. We said Rashad Weaver's back on the radar. Only 54% of snaps, but 26.4 points. So he's a decent option. I mean, if you're decimated on defensive line or D end, you could do worse than Rashad Weaver. Yeah, he's had he's had a few weeks, you know, similar to this now. So yeah, he's he's definitely worth a dart if, if you're struggling there. I mean, I'd love to have Rashad Weaver in a couple leagues, but yeah, he's fine. He's solid. Yeah, some of the big name uh, Titans disappointed for you. Uh, Kevin Byard, kind of a down week. Uh, we mentioned David Long going out with the injury. Danico Autry, only six points. So, Monty Rice is another option with Zach Cunningham out. If David Long is out as well, it is going to be Dylan Cole and 
Monty Rice filling in for those two. So keep an eye on the injury reports this week for the Titans. Speaking of injury report, burners, also called stingers, are injuries to the nerve network that provides feeling and muscle control in the shoulder, arm, forearm, hand, and fingers. So it's an arm injury? Yep. Okay. That's good to know. Now we know. Now we know. And knowing's half the battle. This is the dumbest podcast. We don't understand yeah. stingers. Yeah. We don't understand contract <laughs> is it, situations. Is it a B? <laughs> is there a B in your helmet? Uh, Addy, what about <laughs> Josie Jewell? 100% of snaps. Uh, the crown jewel of your eye is back out there. And uh, 9.75 is a little quiet, but... Um, All right. He's racking up the tackles. Keep rolling them out, right? Doing his thing, yep. Getting the sure. snaps. This is a good defense, too. The offense might suck, but the defense is playing really, really well. Yeah. So, speaking of playing really well, boys, I think the Dolphins might be legit. They get the 39-17 victory over the hapless Cleveland Browns. I know this team, Deshaun Watson, gets to start practicing this week. I don't think it matters. I think this is a lost season for the Browns. What's their record? I mean, they've, they have three wins, I think, so probably like three and seven, three and six. Mm. So, uh, yeah, Dolphins 39-17 victory. Uh, sad news out of this game. Emmanuel Agba's season is over with a tricep injury. So expect Chubb's ascension to continue. Pun fully intended there, fellas. <laughs> Did not realize that until I read it right now, but I love where my mind was at with that. Uh, but Sione Takitaki, let's have the conversation. What the hell's going on with the Cleveland linebackers? I feel like we ask this question every single week, and we're no closer to an answer, mind you. Yeah, I mean, right now, JOK's banged up. So, I mean, who knows? Who knows what happens when he when he comes back in the mix with Taki Taki. I feel like Deion Jones is safe and secure. But, I mean, Taki Taki has been making things happen and playing okay as well. But I have to imagine it's JOK and Deion Jones, right? I mean, that's- Surely to God. <laughs> what, what are we doing otherwise? Yeah. But... Taki Taki's overall PFF grade on the season is 72.6. Run defense, 74. Pass rush, 72. Coverage, 64. He hasn't played bad, but I agree. Do you have Taki Taki on your XFFL roster, Baba? I do, but you know why I do? (laughs) Because I had JOK. That's good insurance. I mean, when JOK went down, I thought, well, I probably should go get Taki Taki because he's going to get an opportunity. And then came freaking Deion Jones to uh, Cleveland. That's how it works, man. What a weird trade midseason for a three and seven. I mean, I know he's only been there a couple weeks, but still, kind of bizarre. They're like, we need so we need this help in the middle of our defense. And then it was like, oh, wait, we still suck. This yeah. defense is still bad. Watson comes back next week. I Two think, weeks. Yeah, he can practice right now. Yeah, he can practice. Um, you guys think uh, he's? it's a warm uh, welcome? Warm welcome? Did I say that right? Warm, warm welcome? I don't know. I hope not. Uh, but I think if he starts winning some games, there'll be more and more Watson jerseys showing up in Cleveland. Isn't their first game an away game in it's Houston? against the Texans. Wow. Yeah. So they, they were like, you know, as and as slimy and as gross as it is, you know the schedule makers are like, look, we yeah. could give him 12 games. Yeah. He comes back. It's a huge story. Mm-hmm. He's playing the Texans. And it's all, like, all right, 12 games. Ticket sales. Yeah, he should be like, well, it should be an indefinite suspension. But that twelve, you know, that twelve week gets him yeah. back for Houston. So I, I guess I'm having a hard time at this point in the season deciding on my teams. All right, if I'm going forward in whatever league, who am I holding on to? Versus me fighting my dynasty brain to say, no, you need to sell Taki Taki. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, we're at a weird part of the season to where it's like. You're straddling the fence a little you bit. You want to keep get anything for talking, but I mean, if if someone's buying talkie talkie, that person's a dope. Like, yeah. what are you doing? 
You need to be trying to sell them, though, if you got some dopes in your league. Be like, yeah. you see this dude? Well, we... Cleveland's linebacker no won. Comment. I'm just saying, like, the Taki Takis, the Frankie Louvus, the the ones that are, you know, even the Zaire Franklins. I like Zaire, but, I mean, all these linebacker situations are just so muddy, you know? David Long got hurt all of a sudden, so it's like, what does he look like when I he think comes back? With those types, man, just don't get greedy. Just, yeah. just uh, Don't hold him enjoy, too tightly. If you're a contender, We've seen hang it a on, thousand him, times. But, but yeah. if you're a contender, hang on to him. Just, I mean, yeah. you got him for nothing. Mm-hmm. If you need him... You yeah, know, keep them. Don't cash out if you if you need that depth to make a serious run. But yeah, if you're sitting there with Taki Taki on like a three and seven roster, yeah, offload it. Like go set. Like don't hold on to a piece that's not going to benefit your future. I think it's we're at that period where it's like if you think you have a legit chance to get in the playoffs, which is the whole goal. Mm-hmm. It's not about can I make a run, blah blah blah. Just get in the playoffs and see what happens. And so if you think you have a chance to do that, yeah. Hold on to the assets that maybe you would otherwise sell. Mm-hmm. Someone comes offering, you know, a fourth or a fifth. I mean, maybe if you have really good depth, but if you think you're going to need those guys, I wouldn't be selling. Yeah, unless we're talking talking. If anyone ever comes offering anything, you sell his ass. Yes, you just sell them for a bag because of chips. Because you will be able to find other, like Jack Sanborn, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, we're going to talk about Jack. We'll get to him, but I mean, there's there's going to be more of that stuff. Mm-hmm. in the coming weeks. That's just how it goes. Yeah, so we should mention Bradley Chubb, 66% of snaps. Jalen Phillips, 63 So the Dolphins edge rushers did okay, especially when you look across the way and Miles Garrett scored two points and Jadeveon Clowney scored 1.25 points. Mm. So I didn't know Clowney was back. Yep, he's back. They both played about 64% of snaps. And then, uh, yeah, 63 for Phillips, 66 for Chubb, Ingram, 51 so, uh, Javon Holland, very disappointing on 100% of snaps just to get two points. So, let's move on, gentlemen, to the Steelers versus the Saints. The Steelers get the 20-10 to 10 victory. TJ Watt is back, but not all the way back yet, Bobo. Hello, mm-hmm. Alex Highsmith, and your 25.95 points on 91% of snaps. We should mention TJ Watt clocked in with 79%, so it wasn't like he was on a you know really limiting snap count uh but good for highsmith for coming in and having a nice little game yeah, absolutely i think uh we had that question before the week of who to trade or who to drop or whatever it was and i think highsmith was one of the names in there and hopefully you didn't drop Hi- alex highsmith if you ended up trading him that's fine now is a great opportunity to trade him off of a 25 point week if you're not a big believer and with a you know tj watt coming back um, Highsmith has had these type of games to where he can he can blow up at times. Um, pretty good to see. Something I want to touch back to the Dolphins game on as well. It kind of relates to this, but you know, if Tua is going to continue to be good and that offense is going to continue to flourish and they're just scoring tons of touchdowns, that gives Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb all the more opportunities to pin their ears back, go after the quarterback. And, I mean, that's what Sig mentioned on our pod when he was making the case for Mm Jalen Phillips, that this team is going to be able to get after it in these shootouts with teams that are going to be behind. Jalen Phillips could really be like a second-half savior type of guy. He's been kind of slow. He's been kind of, you know, not – he hasn't had a big game yet. But even the same with, like, Bradley Chubb, second half of the season as Miami continues to even figure it more out. um, He's not making an impact in the – 
box score really yet. Yeah. But, I mean, the indicators are there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And if you watch him, dude, he's just bullying mm-hmm. offensive linemen around. But, I mean, like, even look at the Bills right now. The Bills most of the time are playing with a lead. Look at Von Miller. Look at Greg Russo. Look at Ed Oliver. I mean, that whole defensive line just have, has opportunity to go get the quarterback because the other team is having to pass so often. Um, I don't know. That's just something that kind of triggered in my mind when I started thinking about Jalen Phillips and why you should pay more attention to him. Yeah, so it's a good time. And I don't a, even love him like y'all do. I mean, Bradley Chubb, too. I mean, do you guys like Chubb? <clears throat> love me a good Chubb. If Especially gets, now with Ogba out. I mean, mm-hmm. this. I mean, we hate it for Ogba. You hate it if you're a Dolphins no, fan, but it clarifies no. the picture even more for IDP. Ogba's been bad. Yeah, he's been. Poopy. Ogba was really bad. I mean, he he's was. He's been a bad boy. He was dropped in a Sit bunch in the of corner. Leagues. You poopy pants I boy. I mean, he got paid. Yeah. And then did that. So he pulled the Robert Quinn. Sure. Yeah. Pulled a Quinn. Pulled a Quinn. That's, we're going to trademark that. I made that joke in uh, mine and Johnny's preview, I believe. Yeah. Yes, yes. has he been working out with Robert Quinn this all you wrote it in the doc I was enjoying Johnny reading your yeah. jokes right that's why he's my Avi what the hell's an Avi <laughs> <laughs> that was fun we should mention Cam Jordan not a bad game but just not in the top five for the Saints at 58% of snaps mm-hmm. or 58 yeah percent snap share 13.1 points per game Honey Badger had a nice game Demario Davis 10.5 so the Saints IDP's Showed up. They just had a lot of randos at the top here. Caden Ellis, Malcolm Roach, Chris Harris, David Anyamata, Tano Kepasanag. Like, you see why IDP is so frustrating sometimes because these five players were the highest-scoring Saints on the day. Caden Ellis, another good example of just being able to find just stud linebackers due to injury. Mm -hmm. So Pete Warner's out. So, yeah, Caden Ellis has stepped right in and been really productive. So I see that, you know, as something that will probably continue. Yeah, until Pete Warner comes back. That's course. right. Caden Ellis, one of the linebackers that Boo Bam wrote up for his waiver article. Yep. Make sure you're subscribed over at the IDPshow.com. We get it out on Monday so you have a head start on your waiver claims. But, gentlemen, let's talk about a very exciting game. Lions get the 31-30 victory over the Chicago Bears. Babo, are you more bought in on Justin Fields now? Uh, yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good, man. <laughs> he's pretty good. It's it, exciting if you're a Chicago <laughs> fan to think this might be the best quarterback our our team has ever had already. Yeah, we're starting to see um, the quarterbacks that we kind of had question marks about at the beginning of the season start to flourish. I mean, we just talked about Tua. You know, Tua looks like he is the next, you know, big franchise quarterback down there in Miami. Justin Fields looks fantastic. The only thing that I do hate is Justin Fields is still losing. And I know a lot of that has to do with the defense giving up 31 points. But I like W's if I'm a quarterback. That's true. Go get you. You'd a, rather him win, but they also need draft picks. Franchise so. quarterback, Taylor Heineke. Yeah, go get you a, a high draft pick, Chicago. But we should mention, Special Agent Jack Sanborn continues to make the most of Roquan's absence while Aiden Hutchinson reminded people, don't forget about me. Mm-hmm. I'm really good and only getting better, Addy. It was <laughs> nice to see Hutchinson put up a good performance for IDP. Yeah, where would you boys rank him in Dynasty at this point? For defensive ends? Yeah, since he's an edge guy. Uh, let's say he's definitely, what, top, probably top eight? Maybe even top six? What do you got him at? It's a good little plug for your dino ranks, Addy. I see you in there uh, just about every day updating the ranks, and people should check those out over at the show.com as well. I have him eighth. Eighth, yeah. That feels about right. Definitely top ten. I think you could make a case that uh, he should be, yeah, as high as eight, 
but there's there's some studly guys at the top of that list, Bobo. I don't think he's getting much higher than probably six. Would you rather have Aiden Hutchinson or TJ Watt? Mm, boy, so that's Hutchinson a really is, good one. Hutchinson's what, 22? 22. He's 22. Watt is 28, I believe. 28, yes. Yeah, it's Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, For Dynasty, years. I don't think it's, yeah. Six years is a substantial gap. I mean, even if we still get three more years of peak TJ Watt, hell, you may have eight more years of peak Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. And them Watt boys, they get banged up as they age. They do. They're they're banged up, Bobo. They got I, brittle bones. I don't value Aiden Hutchinson quite that high yet. I Top 12. I don't know if I can get him in the top eight. He's fine. Josh Allen. Aiden Hutchinson. Man, that's a great question. Oh, stinky Josh Allen. I was going to say, it's Aiden Hutchinson. I think we just have to spank Josh Allen's bottom (laughs) a little bit and put him in timeout. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of bad boys out there, and we're coming for you. (laughs) Yeah, Josh, we're coming for you. Can you imagine? I've I've wondered how much I'd have to get paid to take a hit from an NFL player, and I think the price is $5 million. I think it's $5 million. $5 million. million. I mean, there's a good chance you don't see any of that. I was going to say, there's a good chance that's just going straight to my family. So I need them to be really well taken care of. This is pretty interesting. So James Foster on Twitter, um, most pressures by edge rushers from last two draft classes, according to PFF. Number one, Micah Parsons with 40. Tied with Micah Parsons, Jalen Phillips with 40. There we go. George Karloftis with 28. Aiden Hutchinson with 28. And then Rashad Weaver with 27. Weaver, look at wow. that. Interesting. Talk about a good buy low, George Karloftis. If you're, if you're yeah. a team that's not contending, go see if you can snatch George Karloftis away from a contending team. But, yeah, let's talk about Jack Sanborn. Addy, what do we think? Uh, I mean, is this dude just a plug-and-play starter now for yep. the rest of the season? Yes, he is. I don't think dynasty-wise, whatever, but for this year. He's not going back in the – no, Genie's not going back in the bottle. No. You're rolling Sanborn out there. Yeah, I mean, he's a rookie. Look at what's behind him. Bunch of, Bunch uh, of bums. Jags, yeah. journeymen, and uh, just downright bad people. Yeah. Nicholas Morrow, were you the one that brought up Morrow's been a little disappointing given the he opportunity? He, he listened to the show, and he, he said, you know what? I'm going right. to give him the best week of the year. I'm going to get right. I'm going to give him 16.5 points on 100 That was his best snaps. week, right, of the year. Pretty, cl- pretty close, yeah. We should mention the Monday night game just wrapped up. Did Washington win this game? Yeah, with just a just the worst ending. Mm-hmm. Heineke sliding, taking a knee, and then he gets pushed over. <laughs> And oh, he, was that he, what it was? He's, he's fist bumping like crazy. Oh, he's so white. He's such the gym rat. We should mention, we always like to <laughs> He's just, a big Trump guy, too, I believe. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> the fist bump's even worse. Uh, yeah, just in we Washington. thinking about Trump when he's doing that. Yeah, he's like, 2024, let's go. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about the leading scores just quickly from that game. Chauncey Gardner, Johnson, Deuce, the third junior. Thank you very much. 24 points. Uh, Javon Hargrave, again, 23 points. Derek Forrest, 20 points. Josh Sweat, 18. Hassan Reddick, 17. Montez Sweat, 12. So there you go. Just some of the top scores. Addy, is there – you You asked the question before we got on Mike. Is C.J. Gardner-Johnson the best safety in the NFL right now? Yeah, talking real football. Real football. I mean, it's it's there's not a lot of guys that have that type of impact. Macri just game. spit out his. Did they drink coffee in Canada? He just spit out his maple syrup, thinking about King Derwin. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. I can't. I that is, uh, yeah, Derwin, of course. But 
But, but Gardner Johnson may be significantly better. I mean, I, I would imagine Gardner Johnson is top five at this oh, point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it is King Derwin. So I do apologize for that disrespect. I was just a little, I was hyped up. He Listen, was, hyped. I was down. Yeah. I'm, I had Gardner Johnson in a lot of places. Yeah. So I was hyped up. It's been a great that. season. It's fun to see him get the shine he deserves. He was always, I think, respected in New Orleans, but just a little overshadowed. And God, if he was still on that team, I think that would be just a major bummer because that team is circling the toilet. And didn't now really he's get on. To, didn't, didn't really get used in the right way, though, I guess, no. in New Orleans. At least, I mean, in my opinion, I mean, they, they played him the slot a ton, but I love the way that, yes. that Philly's been he's playing. He's playing safety. Playing everywhere, playing planes in the slot still, but yeah, playing a lot of safety now, mainly. So Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Lions, Bears. I don't know how we, we got We were on. laughing at. I was just thinking, now we're 36 minutes into Sandwich Watch. Sandwich, yeah, Sandwich Watch. <laughs> That's right. Will it make it? So, uh, I'm going to be not feeling well tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That's just going to happen regardless if that chicken sandwich is eaten at 1130. So, I thought I was laughing about Chauncey. Yeah, let's, you better not say a bad word about my baby. Table. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the game of the year, boys. Addy, I'm just going to give you the solo cam here. Vikings 33, Bills 30. Uh, Kirk Thuggins, Justin Jefferson, best catch ever, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Uh, another great catch from Stefan Diggs in that game. So, yeah. I mean, these were two heavyweights throwing punches He's all games. Unsurprisingly, 63 total points meant a banner day for the IDPs from both teams. But how does it feel, Addy, being a Vikings fan rooting for this team this season? Feels good. Feels, uh, feels right. I've earned it. You I've have. You've put in a lot it. of work. I've earned it. Um, but... Again, like I've said many a times when discussing this team, I do know that it's gonna come. It's gonna all come creeping up on me. Temple they're of destroy. two, they're gonna rip your heart out and show it to you as you die. Yeah, I'm. I'm envisioning. You know, they're they're maybe gonna get a, a buy potentially, um, but I'm I'm envisioning a, a first round exit. This yeah, year. so uh, it's gonna be painful, and it's gonna be. It's going to be like us scoring like seven points. Yeah, it's going to be just the worst possible we're get, outcome. We're going to get, it's going to be like seven to 42. <laughs> just the Eagles from last year just get totally pants on national television. Yeah. That was an Indiana Jones reference. It was. Thank See, you, Bobo. I know Temple pop culture. You do know pop culture. You said your favorite movie was Lord of the Rings. I still, to this day, that was my uh, Watched it the other night. That was my Michael Jackson and Kobe Bryant moment. Of like <laughs> just total bewilderment and shock and delight. That's one of my favorite things from the podcast this year is Adam's like true delight that that gave him. Yep. <laughs> him and Truly. Him that's and going on the highlight reel. Seattle's my second favorite team now. That's right. <laughs> Behind so, the Vikings. We should mention Zadarius Smith, knee injury, day-to-day. Tremaine Edmonds, groin injury, day-to-day as well. Uh, from the previous game, Deshaun Elliott, concussion, day-to-day. And then there were no injuries from Steelers Saints that were notable. Uh, but across the board here, Addy, I think the IDPs showed up. Showed out AJ Epinesa, uh, Dane Jackson, Ed Oliver, Demar Hamlin. We talked about him. Um, Zedarius Smith, Eric Kendricks, Pat Pete having a hell of a season. Yeah, and you know it's a good day for the Vikes when Daniil Hunter can't even get on the podium. Thirteen point one points. Cam Bynum showed up with twelve and a quarter. Harrison Smith eleven. Jordan Hicks seven point seven five. So uh, same thing with the Bills. You got Von Miller at fourteen and a half. Matt Milano. With 12, Tremaine Edmonds, 10.75, Teron Johnson, Shaq Lawson. I mean, my God, every IDP, mm-hmm. if you plugged him in from this game, showed yeah. up and showed out. Looks like Tremaine got hobbled, left a little early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you mention that? Groin yep. injury day-to-day, yep. 
Okay, so Terrell Bernard will potentially be a pick. And though you know he hasn't done much in in Tremaine's absence as of yet, but either way, Bernard needs to be on your radar for for dynasty purposes anyway. Yes, he does. I will say, circling back to whoever it was that said their favorite NFL linebacker uh, or whoever they thought the best NFL linebacker was outside of IDP was Matt Milano. I can't remember. That who, was Greg Rosenthal. That's pretty accurate. Watching that game the other day, Milano had some really nasty plays. 12 points on 100% of snaps, so for IDP, it's not hitting home as much as we would like. Um, but dang, that dude, he can sniff out some plays in the backfield. That's right. He's a good player. And oh, yeah. I do think Tremaine Edmonds will be gone um, next season. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I think... Uh, and that could be good for Tremaine, honestly. That could I'd, be good I'd to like, be yeah. in a different spot. You'd like to see him in a different... I can't yeah. wait till he goes to Arizona. He's been playing really Gosh. well this year. And just no, ruins God, everything. This, that's the first team Why that popped put into it my the head. Universe. That's the first team that popped in, boys. Get There's something deep him. in my gut that Mute says him. this. So let's talk about uh, head to the Meadowlands here. The Giants get the 24-16 victory over the hapless Houston Texans. Probably going to fire their coach one and done yet again. Bobo, mm. this was a great testament to patience with Jerry Hughes and Christian Harris has been rewarded in recent weeks. Jerry Hughes, 18 and a half points on 66% of snaps. And then the Christian bros, Christian Harris and Christian Kirksey, hundred percent of snaps, both scoring about 12 and a half points on the giant side. Leonard Williams, 18.05 Dexter Lawrence, 27.15 points on 91% of snaps. So he continues to be a fantastic option and D-tackle required leagues, but yeah. what do you want to call out from this game, Bobo? I don't know. I think this is just a big testament to like what we've talked about. If anybody comes sniffing or asking about anybody who is not an elite IDP asset, this is why you ship them off, because here we are in week 10, and we're talking about people named Jason Pinnock, Adoree Jackson again, Dane Belton, Blake Cashman, Ogbonia Okorongwa, which if you know this show, you know. You know. You know. You know that Bobby says that name flawlessly. But I just mean like, gosh, dude, IDP is just so deep. It's not like offense where it's like, okay, well, I'll roll out Terry McLaurin again this week. I mean, you're not all of a sudden going to have some, you know, wide receiver who's fifth on the depth chart go off for 25 points. Whereas a guy like, you know, Jerry Hughes, you might. That's and right. Jerry Hughes continues to be very usable this year. I don't know how much of the Texans outside of like Christian Harris I'm trusting for Dynasty. Um, Jalen Petrie's nice option. Yeah, even the Giants too, like outside of Leonard Williams. Kayvon. Thibodeau, yep. uh, Aziz Ojolari. Leonard Williams has been bad this year. Yeah, too. maybe, honestly, uh, Xavier McKinney has been kind of bad as well. I know he's hurt right now, but yeah. Um, Honestly, I don't know how the Giants have the record that they have because they're not a good team. They're fraudulent. Good coaching. Yeah. yeah. They, they, I mean, they're they're way beyond the sum of their parts. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a – Saquon. Yeah, Saquon's mm-hmm. been resurgent. I just wanted to read off Jerry Hughes's log. Yes, Because this is – you talk about exercise and patience. With Christian Harris, it was just wait. Be patient. He is going to take Camu Grugier-Hill's job, and it happens. We figured that was coming. But then you look at the log for Jerry Hughes, and this was an exercise in patience with don't drop this guy. 37.35 points the first week, 0.75, then 26.1, then 2.75, 0.75, by week, zero. Dropped. Everyone dropped him. Dropped him right probably there. Probably before the bye week. Mm-hmm. Week seven, Las Vegas, when he came out of the bye week, when he had given you about three and a half points the yeah. previous two weeks, then a bye, then zero. 
gone. Since then, 16.3, 27.25, 18 and a half. Wow. So, he looks great out there. He uh-huh. looks great. He looks like, Does I mean. not look like he's 30, no. what, 33, he's old, dog. He was like. He is uh, old. Yeah, he was like a 2009 draft pick, maybe. Mm-hmm. He's been in the league a while. The dude's got some tread on the tires, but playing very well. So he never did anything for the Colts. Either, never, did never did a thing. Went to the went to the Bills. Was fine there, but I mean, hell, he's probably having the best moment of his career with the Houston he's Texans. He's yeah. 34. Yeah, I bet he's. This has got to be his career high in sacks or getting close to it. Born in '88, dude. So he's got eight on the year already. Yeah, his career high is. 10. He did that in uh, his first year in Buffalo, 2013. I was going to say, he never did it for us. Yeah, he was a yeah, 2010 first-round draft pick of the Indianapolis Colts. Wow. I don't even think we picked up his option. I think we let him go mm-hmm. after his fourth year. So they drafted him because of those sweet TCU uniforms. Oh my god, I know. Just that was uh that was 2010. So that was before Ryan Grigson got there. So that was the tail end, I think, of the Bill Polian era when yeah. Jim Caldwell was the coach, I believe. Wow. So you kind of forget about that. Dungey to. to Galt to Caldwell to Pagano. There's a lot of things Colts fans try to forget. We about. try to forget you guys a lot. Got your best coach ever now. That's right. Yeah. Let's. He's next up here, but let's get through this. It was the right thing for them Je- to do. <laughs> Jack, Bobby. Bobby, get out. Get out. Get all the way out. Chiefs 27, Jaguars 17. Next game up here. In somehow great and terrible news for Addy, Chad Muma subbed in for Devin Lloyd at the end of the second quarter and the entire fourth quarter. This was not injury-related. Eyeball emoji, Addy. What is going on? Yeah, that is... That's scary. That's not good, Bob. That's scary. Um, But... I think it's a little window to buy, right? I mean, it, it, Devin White's been very disappointing. I mean, sorry, Devin Lloyd's been very disappointing lately. Um, not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. <laughs> not great. <laughs> Took us a second. But here's the thing, Bobo. Is there is there ever a uh, don't buy Devin Lloyd window for in Addy's mind? No, that no. window's wide open. It's yeah, as big as a cheaper. house. Yeah, got it, much cheaper. They lowered the top of it too, so now it's just it's all window straight through. Yeah, I think we messaged this uh, in our in our little thread this week that the Devin Lloyd window is uh, it's uh, it's ready, it's ready. I I don't know. I I still want Devin Lloyd over Muma. I know Muma got some playing time, but, but you, you I want Muma too. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say you've been tracking Muma's special team snaps because you yes, are invested sure. in Muma as well. So Guy like racks I said, up tackles when he's out there. This yeah. is great and horrible news for you at the same time. So how yeah. are you feeling? I'm in a, a weird conflicted. spot. I'm in a weird spot. I mean, I you know I love Muma. I have I'm eight up with Muma. I, pr- I have way more Muma than I have Devin Lloyd. Yeah, because he was but, going uh, so much later. Talked a lot of shit on the show about Devin Lloyd, of course. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I care more about my teams in the show, though. I'll say. That. I love it. Addie's for what's a buy window. Yeah, so it window, is a buy window. It ain't ever close. It really is. This it's truly is the perfect time to be like, hey, somebody scared. I mean, Devin you, Lloyd got benched. You weren't going to get this guy for probably less than a first. I don't know that anyone was getting that. Probably not. People are scared. It's hard to do deals out there in IDP world. Everyone knows this. If We're pretty IDP, far ahead of that wave, boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're on the front end of these kind of uh, player evaluations. Josh, uh, yes. I want to talk about a, a guy that I wrote about last week who I told people that yes. they uh, need I was to go just get. Cue you up on that because I know you're a Willie Gay guy. Willie Gay rostered in XFFL. How does it make you feel? 23 points on 67% of snaps. So I rolled him out there just because Milano was coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
he's just a playmaker, dude. Yeah. He's one of those that he doesn't need the full-time role that Nick Bolton has to produce, and we've continued to see that. So I will continue. I, I mean, now we'll mention it here in just a second, but Bobby Okereke is suddenly very relevant, playing like one of the best linebackers in the NFL with Shaq Leonard going on IR, uh, probably going to be shut down for the season if I had to guess. So I've got Okereke, I've got Devin White, I've got Matt Milano, and I've got Willie Gay and Divine Diablo on IR. I'm probably rolling out Willie Gay over Matt Milano. You need to be making a trade. What about Bobby O or Willie Gay? Rest of season. Oh, that God, that's tough. But it's it's Bobby O because it's going to be Bobby O. It's going to yeah. be Zaire Franklin, one hundred percent of snaps, and those two have scored very closely to one another. What if EJ Speed comes up and gets Bobby O? <laughs> it's just EJ Speed. Um, I mean, this does make EJ Speed more relevant. Willie Gay, eight tackles. He actually had a sack last week too, and I think a couple of those tackles were actually TFLs. Um, Willie Gay is a actually playmaker, good at football. He's really yes, good. he's a He's very fun. good football player. That's a great team, man. Nick Bolton, Willie Gay, they've got a Chris fantastic Jones, secondary. 17.75, Carlos Dunlap. Let's just hurry up and get Chiefs, Bills, yeah. AFC Championship. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, George Karloftis playing 80% of snaps, folks, but only scored 9.5 points. Talk about a buy window. This is your chance to go get this guy. If you can pluck him away from a contender who doesn't need him right now, maybe he's got other guys starting over him. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with Trayvon Walker, 71% of snaps, four points. So a lot of really good buy low dynasty assets in this game. Uh, Leo Chanel, just 17% of snaps. There's another one that, I mean, take a dart throw. If nothing else, he's good injury insurance. Yeah, which rookies are you not buying, honestly? I don't know that there's a lot that I'm, yeah, I'm not They're interested all in. good buys. Trayvon is kind of... Brisker's not a great buy. Yeah. Brisker's expensive now. Jalen Petre, to me, is not a guy that I really want to go get. It's all price dependent, but... Yeah, that's what I was going to say when you were talking about a buy. Like, I wouldn't go overpay for anybody What would right you pay now. for Trayvon right now? A third. Yeah. A third? Hopefully a late third. Yeah, Hopefully I know at I this point that. in the season what this Not is Not a second, be. but a third? 308, sure. 309. Sure, so it's an edge. Yep. End. Yes, yes. Got to be DL or edge. Folks, just assume that for the most part. Like, yeah. We're getting away from those dumb leagues where they're yes. labeled linebackers. Hopefully you're doing the same. While we're speaking of dynasty uh, pick value, Josh Allen, how far is he sliding? Um... Jaguars, Josh Allen? Yes, not Bills. <laughs> so. I bet Josh Allen could slide very far. Yeah. Um, he's probably yeah, throwing he's, interception. He's he's cool. not. He's definitely not doing himself any favors as of late. I mean, he's he's um, is he outside the top twelve now? He's getting close. I think he only has like three sacks on the season so far. Yeah, he's just been man nine point two five points this There's week. There's just no reason for him to be that bad, right? He's yeah. getting the snaps. He has mm-hmm. more talent on this defense, better coaching. Mm-hmm. What the hell's going on, Josh Allen? Dwayne Smoot's the only one getting home. Uh, you want Josh Allen or Kayvon Thibodeau? Kayvon. Uh, oh, Josh Allen. Jeffrey Simmons or Josh Allen? Oh, boy. Josh Allen. I think Jeffrey Simmons, just because he's your cheat code at D-Tackle. Now, if it's DL, probably still Jeffrey Simmons. Josh Allen is 26 and a half. I think maybe, did you guys think he was younger than that? I thought he was about 24. Yeah, he's 26. Wow, um, that's older than I Daniel thought. Hunter, yeah. What about Daniel Hunter? Daniel Hunter's 28? Yeah, probably Josh Allen. Just a year and a half difference. Mm, it's Dan- close. Daniel Hunter out there producing. Does the back thing still worry you at all about Daniel? Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm skewed. Not really. No. You're good. Uh, Joey Bosa? Oh, Josh Allen. Joey Bosa. I feel like Bosa's always hurt. I know. I can't get over the, is, the injury history. But those guys are a lot closer in age than you think. 27 and a half for Joey it's, Bosa. That's probably the line right there. I think those are the two that I would be like, Probably back to back on. I think I'd rather have Joey Bosa. What about Thibodeau? Would you rather have Thibodeau yeah. or Josh Allen? Really? 
Yeah, just because, uh, yeah, I like the upside of him. Yeah, I think the ceiling. I is think he's a great. Really buy. High. I think he's one of the best buys right now. Yep, because he hasn't produced yet. Everyone's gonna. Josh Allen or Greg Rousseau? Uh, that's close. That's close as well. That's I'd another go good Josh one. Allen there. Yeah, probably Josh Allen. Josh Allen or Quiddy Pay? Mm, that's another good one, Bobo. Dang, Josh Allen. Yeah, probably Allen. Quiddy Pay's dealt with some injuries. Out again now with the ankle injury. I do love Quiddy Pay. It's very close. That's a good one. That's tough. And yeah, I mean Josh Allen is is definitely it's a toss up now with those guys. Like before, I think a month ago we'd be like, oh Josh Allen, no yeah. doubt. But now you got to think about it. I feel like there could be a couple weeks where he has a couple sacks and he's just going to be right back up there to top eight. Yeah, definitely. and honestly, He'll have a big forty burger and yeah, be like, oh, we love this. He's top five. Yeah, oh, you got a fumble on Josh Allen. Josh yeah. Allen on Josh Miles Allen. Miles or Josh Allen. It's in three weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I just wanted to read the log. So he actually started off the season better than yeah. what we remember: sixteen and a half, twenty-five point three five, twelve point seven five, nineteen point seven five. Yeah. But since week five, boys, I extended him. Four and a quarter, three and a quarter, four, four and a half, two point seven five, nine point two five. This point that is atrocious, mm-hmm. and he's in your lineup. I mean, yeah, you're, you're starting all those. You're yeah. not getting that guy out, out of your lineup. He's been playing a lot too, because that Jags team is not as good as everybody thought they were. Yeah, be I mean, those year. snap counts since then: 42, 67, 56, 50, 46, 39. That's number of snaps, not percentages. But yeah, mm-hmm. he's playing. He's just not producing. But gentlemen, I can wait no longer. Let's get into Jeff Saturday's coaching debut: 25-20 win over the Raiders. Much like people were asking, how how did uh, you know the Colts beat the Chiefs earlier this season? Well, uh, most NFL games are coin flips, and so sometimes the little things that happen are the things that make the big difference. That's what happened in Colts Chiefs. What happened in Colts Raiders? The Raiders are just a bad team, boys. This is probably a bottom five team. When you look across the landscape of the NFL, I throw them down there in the dregs with the Texans. Uh, with the Bears, uh, with, I mean, the Jags, any of these just kind of dead-on-arrival franchises. Uh, The Raiders, yeah, when the owner is having to come out and say, hey, yeah, Josh McDaniel's job is safe, you never want to hear that if you're a head coach. Like, why are we having this conversation? That was Uh, my favorite SIG tweet of the day. He was like, this is how you pretty much know things are going really well. Yeah, so... Will this translate to season-long success for the Colts? No. No, it will not. We have a murderer's row of teams coming up. Looking at the schedule, maybe the Steelers, maybe the Texans. So maybe we get three wins in the Jeff Saturday air. Maybe he goes three and five. Um, I think that going back to Matt Ryan, excellent decision. A lot of the defensive guys stepped up. DeForest Buckner had a great game. Stephon Gilmore was awesome. Bobby Okereke played really well. Grover Stewart continues his all-pro campaign. That's all we're cheering for. Mm -hmm. Grove season, baby. Um, So, I mean, it was fun, though. It was fun to watch a Colts game. Um, Again, I have a little bit different perspective on this whole Saturday fiasco. I don't think he was brought in Primarily as the head coach, I think he was brought in to be a consultant, to be Ursay's eyes and ears. He's the guy now, baby. So I hope we don't fall into the trap of extending this guy. I think we, if we want to bring him back, we need to do a thorough head coaching search and make sure that Saturday is the best candidate uh, and not just the one that Ursay likes the best, who's in the building. If y'all go on a run, if y'all... You know, finish the season strong. Yep. He's your coach. God, I hope not. I'd love to have Connor in here right now. I bet Connor's it's, all in. Is he hyped? Connor's buying in. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He bought in after that. <laughs> 
press conference. But here's immediately. the thing. I have the text messages where Connor was telling me and dad, boys, I'm bought in on Carson Wentz. I think he's, but he, he just gets sucked in. He's emotional. He, he wears his heart on his sleeve. It's hard to with not the Colts. It's hard to not see the Jeff Saturday stuff and be like, yeah, I could, I could, uh, he's the leader of men. Yeah. And that that's fine. But I really believe that a coach has to bring an advantage to the table. Uh, that's why Robert Mays always says that if he was starting a team, he would get an offensive play calling head coach. Yeah. Because guess what? Your hot shot offensive coordinator, if they do well, they're gone. You get another one in there who does well, they're gone. So if your head coach calls plays, they give you an advantage every single week. So what does Jeff Saturday do that gives the Colts an advantage? I don't know. Everyone's like, maybe he makes the offensive line better. Guys, we have Kevin Mawai there. Hall of Fame offensive lineman Kevin Mawai is in the building. Mm. So it wasn't like we didn't have qualified folks working to fix this offensive line. Saturday's not coming in like, why is there no offensive line coaching here? They have it in the building. So what does Saturday bring? Maybe he brings enthusiasm or, yeah, the leader of men quality, but I just don't think that's enough for sustained success. But we'll see how the rest of the season goes. I do hope that if Peyton ends up being the head coach that he does keep Saturday on just so they can continue to argue, like, on camera. Oh, I know. Run the ball! Yeah, exactly. Uh, that would be fun. I don't know if he's still the betting favorite, but that was a real tweet. I did not get catfished by one of these fake Elon Musk accounts. Uh, that was the real betting odds. Uh, I think from Bet MGM was Peyton Manning as the favorite. Is Matt Ryan the QB now? Yes, he is. Wow. He so is going to be the QB moving forward. Okay. That, I mean, that's what the that's that was, it should be. I mean, I respect Saturday for coming in and saying, uh, Sam Ellinger, you play terrible. You're out. Ryan, you're back in. And, yeah, Ryan... We'll see. The game plan that Parks Fraser drew up, I got to give the 30-year-old credit, man. Feed JT, yeah. quick passes. What are we doing? Yeah, like, let's, what are we doing? JT looked <laughs> awesome, too. Like, it was yeah. his best game of the season by far. He's so, finally healthy, so that's Keep feeding good, that guy. Bro, just give him 40 touches a game. But a touch on the IDP side of things nah, here. No, 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 no. Jayon Brown still now. alive. I got to bring this up. <laughs> Jayon Brown alive. It makes it warms my heart to see that. So, Only congrats. Took- Lots of injuries. Yeah, <laughs> took the entire linebacking core getting Person decimated. Someone retire, uh, yes. retiring. Luke Masterson being in the mix tells you all you need to know. This but, has got to be Josh's like favorite part of Monday, coming up with the headline. Like, it really I can is. See him I enjoy it so much. Like sweating, like, gosh, I don't have a good Colts Raiders one. Good one for you right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jayon lives. Grover season continues, and Max is about up to ten or so X's on his name. He gets a new one every time he has a double digit game. You know what I was hoping for? I was hoping. For like you know, you go to the Boston, and every time they have a strikeout, they add the K or the yes. backwards K. Every time Max has a sack, they need to add just an extra that'd X be, somewhere in that Las that'd, Vegas, yeah, definitely, or maybe a pressure. You yes. know, get you a pressure. Oh, he'd be get you an X. pressure king. You just have to go Max <laughs> and hold it for about forty-eight seconds. Just wraps around. Yeah, the just stadium. wraps around the stadium. His Nine. jersey it hangs off the bottom like a freaking coattail. They pay Macri to hang the new X up every time. <laughs> Dude, 97% of snaps for Max. And 20.9 points. He's been, it's I like mean. linebacker snaps. Yeah. He, he's the MVP, right? Is he the IDP MVP yeah. for this season so, so far? Based on ADP, for sure. Adam brought up over a month ago where Max was in our dynasty, you know, age thoughts. And and after Miles Garrett, it was like, yeah, yeah. I'm okay going and Max Crosby after him. And and turns out that's, that's, uh, that's correct. That is correct. Yeah. Do you have Max as number two right now, Addy? Is it Nick Bosa one, Max Crosby two? Parsons, Bosa, yeah, Max. Yeah, that makes sense. I like it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And um, then Miles Garrett, fourth. 
Yeah, I mean, Miles has kind of been, he's been hurt. You know, he had the car wreck, but he's been a little stanky. But it's edge. Edge is what, yeah, edge is what, is stank. I mean, that's what you want to do. You want to hit the edge early mm-hmm. um, because there's linebackers, man, who who cares? <laughs> and who knows week to week? Yeah. You know? Yeah, so Miles Garrett has had 37.1. I mean, he's had a couple he's had a couple really nice games. So we shouldn't say he's been awful. Miles Garrett has been fine. Yeah. Uh but yeah, he's also he had a 3.5, 3.25, 2 points this week. So he's had some yeah, some, some doo-doo games yeah. in there, but some some weak winners. So Garrett's fine. He exemplifies the position, folks. This is what yeah, I'll take either one. defensive end looks you like. You want to take Max? I'm not going to be upset. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Miles. yeah, Zaire Franklin and Bobby Okereke were the two leading linebackers in terms of snaps. Unfortunately, injury-wise, Quiddy Pay, ankle injury day-to-day. Hoping he comes back because otherwise, boys, I, I may be rolling out like, um, like uh, Sam Williams, Jermaine Johnson in XFFL because mm. I traded away Listen, Cam buddy, you are You are tanking. Oh, yes. And you got a matchup with me coming up. Oh, that's right. You don't need to worry about trying to strengthen your team. I don't know what you're doing. You need to sell any vet you got. I'm trying. I've got these. I update my trade block with pro-rated salaries every Tuesday. I purchased. I was a purchaser last week. Come get it. Yes. Both of y'all, you shut up. How disappointing. <laughs> yes, Bobo. How disappointing has Yannick been this year? Did you really think it was going to be this bad? Uh, yes. that's his, He's this done is nothing. Yannick unique. has, yes, Unique has consistently underwhelmed, so this is not surprising. I feel like he was a little bit better last year in Las Vegas, but he has done nothing I so feel far like this year. Once the stuff about his name being pronounced Unique yep. came out, it's all, fell all out. been downhill. Yep. It's that, like, was, all right. that was the uh, the pinnacle for him. Everyone's like, is that even true? Did you just make that up? Yeah. I think you made it up. A lot of stretch. Trying, I think lot he was trying to be unique. Y-A-N-N-I-C-K. Yeah. Unique. A lot of name weirdness in the last couple of years. I mean, we're years. from Kentucky, so we mispronounce everything by default, but unique yeah. out of Y-A-N-N-I-C-K. I Yannick. don't know, man. Yannick. How's that not just Yannick? I mean, come on, Bo. Yannick. <laughs> Should we trust Never should have done that. Unique. <laughs> you know what you was wrong for that. Man, Chandler Jones sucks. I think that just needs to be reiterated. Oh, man, I hate that guy. Mm-hmm. He has been as... I hate his guts. The wor- And they, he's getting... Talk about on the Around the NFL podcast, worst free agent signing of the offseason. I don't think it's really up for debate. He's been nah. awful. Now nah, Vegas has got to be upset about that one. Yeah. With the Adams trade, too. I mean, they're like, wait, we th- were supposed to be good. Yeah. And now we're, like, bottom five team in the league, probably. Mm-hmm. No bueno. So Will they be back? Oh, Do you think they'll be better next year? Is, is, is uh, Carr coming back? You guys see him breaking question. down in the yes. press conference. You guys broke yeah. Derek Carr. What we do to our bodies, and this just pisses me off. Carr's broke. I literally was doing like the grimace face emoji listening to that. I was like, oh, man, this is a broken – This Vegas has broken this man. Yeah, there's clearly people on drugs in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> Who's get out there. I mean, I don't know if they're having to shoot themselves up. It sounds like yes, he made it sound like, he <laughs> like shit's like – Every Wild day there. he's getting like two just steroid injections just to be able to, to walk. Chest. Yeah, it's like Pulp Fiction, straight in the heart, adrenaline needle. Uh, let's move on, boys. So yeah, Jeff Saturday era is off to a great start. We know Connie has bought in. We'll see if Jim Ursay, who's off his freaking rocker this season, buys in long term. I don't know how it's going to go, but hey, Colts got the dub, so we'll take it.
<laughs> well, Connor's <laughs> definitely got T-shirts made up, like, believe 2022. Yeah, Saturday for Sunday. Baby. Like, he's going to think that y'all make the playoffs and stuff. Yeah, the mental gymnastics there. <laughs> I love it. So let's move on to Cowboys 28, Packers 31. Bobo Packers get the much-needed win to keep their season alive. Quay Walker is impressing IDP managers. Do we think he is impressing the Packers too in Campbell's absence? He was a 46 PFF grade last week, Mm. up to 62.1 this week, and scored 15 points on 100% of snaps. What's your temperature on Quay Walker now that we've gotten to see him in the starring role with uh, Devondre Campbell on the shelf? I like you, man. I think think Quay, he looks the part. Not only does his single-digit number look good, but... Um, you know, the guy's 10 weeks into an NFL, you know, career, he's still learning. He's still, you know, getting his feet under him. He doesn't have his running mate, Devondre Campbell there beside of him. So now he's asked to play a little bit different of a role. Um, I don't know if he's wearing the green dot. That would be interesting to see who's actually playing the calls, uh, um, making the calls there. But yeah, Quay Walker, 15 points, hundred percent of snaps. I really like Quay Walker. I think he passes the eye test, at least for me. Yeah, I agree. Where do you think he's at? Dynasty LBs, Addy. Where, where, where you got yeah, him where, at? Yeah, where we got uh, Quay Walker? Because he's a name that you know we're going to need to pay attention to. I think he's going to have some longevity. I've got him pretty high. I have him as LB eight. They're just not a lot. I mean, yeah. let's let's just go through them. Because uh, Quay Walker, according to Mike Wollert, is the green dot. Wow. So I guess that's in Devontae awesome. Campbell's absence. Roquan, mm-hmm. Devin White, um, Nick Bolton, Devin Lloyd. Uh, Pete Warner. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you say Devin Lloyd down at like five, four? He's he's had to he had to drop a little bit this week. Though. You had him as your LB one when we were talking with Sig. Has he well, underachieved that much recently? Yes, <laughs> yes, he has, and he just got benched. That uh, does worry me a, a tad. And I know that again, we've talked about perceived value and stuff being a thing. I mean, when that stuff starts hitting the twitters, that's that's not good for the value. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's still he's still an elite. Linebacker. Still a uh, bye window. Mm-hmm. Um, Always Jordan Brooks, window. Fred Warner, Foyer, Aluakon. So did, I say, did I mention Quay Walker? Yeah, that? where was Quay in that Quay mix? Was, I have him as LB7. Behind who? Yeah, who's he sandwiched? Give me the give yep. me the uh, yep. Quay sandwich. Yes, sir. Okay, Pete Warner's in front of him. Okay. Foyer's behind him. You want? Hmm. Well, Probably want Quay over Pete. Yeah, I do. But that's close. I might want Foyer over Quay. Maybe? That's close. It, it's splitting you hairs. You want Foyer for another two years. That's yeah, right. sure. Splitting hairs. Yeah. You like Quay that Gosh, much? Gosh, it does get you yucky he, pretty quickly, There's just it? not a lot, man. There's yeah. not a lot of, like, assets that I'm wanting to and a lot of people are, pay up for. A lot of people are going to disagree with that because they're going to say, well... Oh, yeah, he ain't done it yet. Look at this guy who got 18 points last week. It's like, yeah, but do you really want to trust... Said player, you know, and with Dynasty, you really have to pay attention to how well they're playing. Yeah, because I, these linebackers can be replaced like that. It's I mean, like Drew Tranquil, you know, who's balling out of his mind right now. Yeah, and really, this is like his first year doing it. Yeah. Where would you? Where do you put that guy in Dynasty now? Mm, you still, just, you still, you're gonna put him over someone like Quay Walker, Pete Warner? No, 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 no. Nope. Yeah, because you, you don't. The, almost what you're looking at is trust the position on the team. Not so much the actual player, because all of a sudden now Bobby Wagner goes out, and it's just Ernest Jones, or it's whoever, just 
Player A. IDP is about opportunity. Absolutely. Some teams present a better opportunity than other teams. And even the bad teams. I mean, the Rams have a lot of linebacker play there. But let's just say a team who who doesn't roll out a lot of two linebacker sets or, or a team that just has one linebacker. It doesn't necessarily matter. They're still playing the game regardless of whether Bobby Wagner's hurt or Shaq Leonard is hurt or whoever is hurt. And whoever, Jack Sanborn, when he gets those snaps and gets the opportunity and gets the points... Um, I don't know. I just I'm learning to value these players less and less. And when people come knocking, and when you're not, I, I feel like I'm in the opposite because I have made a lot of trades to try to acquire people to make a run in some of these leagues this year. So I feel like I'm kind of talking out of both the both sides of my mouth. But man, when people come knocking, just let them go. Let them let go, go, man. Push them out the nest. Make them fly. And and go get offense too because I, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I did. Traded Offense away just, Khalil Mack in a fourth for Gabe Davis. Yeah, that's so, so solid, Josh. Yeah, that was uh, I was doing that trade mid podcast with John Macri. Nice. What was so, it you got? I sent uh, Khalil Mack in a fourth for Gabe Davis. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's a pretty easy slam dunk. Sure, give me yeah. the wide receiver two for Josh Allen. Yum yum yum. Thank you very much. That's Josh killed no brainer. Josh trade. killed me on a trade too. Let's talk about that one. You want to talk about it? The locket trade. Yeah. So it was Aziz Ojalari and a 2024 second for Tyler Lockett, who is and, $30 million next year. And Oh, he's under contract next yes, year, he too. Is. And I sent you Keenan. Yes, you did. Keenan just hadn't played, and I don't yeah, know that if he's going to play That was this more year. of a salary that's what dump it, situation. Well, I had to do that. But that's yeah. what it boils down to. I needed offensive production for this year. Aziz looks good, but... He's going to defensive end next year in RSO, according to John Macri. So that's a consideration as well. I kind of like Lockett extended through next year. Gino's. I think he'll, he'll be good through next year. Yeah. I think they're going to roll with Gino. I think they'll be. I think they'll be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's talk about Addy before we move on from this game. I just I feel like we say it like every other week, but Demarcus Lawrence is so good. Yeah, he's, he's so good. He's this great. year, uh, six and a half, six point seven five, thirty nine. 6, 13.4, 12, 7 and a quarter, 14.35, and then 22.45 points. There just aren't a lot of edge rushers that I trust more than Demarcus Lawrence. No. Yeah, and I mean, he's one of those guys that still lingers around in the top 25 uh, dynasty edge players because, he. I mean, he's still going to be – he's still doing this stuff. You that's know? right. If you went LB early in like a startup, that's a great kind of guy to circle back around on. Yeah. Because he just doesn't, he's just overlooked. He's older, you know, 30 years old. So not the sexy young dynasty asset, but he just keeps producing. So not a guy you're necessarily grabbing like for the next five years, but for the next year or two, sure. But I'll be honest, he is probably off my radar for dynasty. I'm just going to focus on this guy and best ball and redraft at this point. Because I mean, you're not going to, I'm not going to spend the capital it's going to take to acquire him in a startup. And then if, you know, maybe if I'm in a contending window, I'd spend a third to have him to finish finish out his career. But that's really all I'm yeah. thinking about as far as dynasty goes for him. Yeah, he's at the he's at the back end, but it's still, it's a beautiful... Yeah, be thankful for what you got. Yeah, it's, it's just it's enjoy fun player to have. Fun mm-hmm. player to have, you know, finish his career. It's like, um, it's like our boy H-Bomb said, I think it was of Demario Davis. That dude's dying on my roster, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like that's, that's how I kind of view Demarcus Lawrence, especially if I'm in a contending window, Demarcus Lawrence is just going to die on my roster. Uh, Bobo, I don't think you're dying inside with your Rams going down 17, 27 to the Cardinals. Uh, someone was asking the question on Twitter. Is this the worst defending champion performance in NFL history? 
The Broncos going from Peyton Manning to Trevor Simeon maybe was also pretty bad, but the Rams suck, man. Mm-hmm. They are bad. But the one lone bright spot that I wanted to pull out, Bobo, mm. just for you, Ernest is sitting at 70.38% of snaps. You planted your flag. I went back and looked at 60%, and Ernest is averaging 9.36 points per game. Bobo, thoughts on Ernest Jones's performance this year? Yeah, man, it's uh, it's what we expected, you know. Um, this isn't so much a Ernest Jones take as much as it was a take for change. We're going to hear so much in the offseason about, well, this team primarily plays this many linebackers or this team primarily plays with this many DBs on whatever downs. Um, no, that is not the case. It's almost the exact same as Adam was talking about for Quay Walker um, in the offseason. These things change. Just because Devondre Campbell played a ton of one-linebacker sets in 2021 does not mean that now the addition of Quay Walker means nothing. It's the exact same for Ernest Jones. Because Ernest Jones played and is a Super Bowl-winning linebacker, um, it was pretty easy given you know some of the takes that we were seeing, like uh, Nate Tice was talking so highly of him in the offseason and um, his play in the Super Bowl. Ernest Jones has earned the opportunity to play more than 60% of the snaps for the Rams. And things change, man. People play in different roles from from one season to the next. From one week to the next, for that matter. I think you're going to get that flag plant, Bobo, as long as Ernest stays healthy. I got my other one, too, while we're at it. Rashawn Gary was a top 12 before he got hurt, just so we're clear. That's right. Yeah, points per game. Sure. Uh, 67 tackles right now for Ernest Jones. He's on pace for 126. Let's go. Get you some, Ernest. So let's hot take it. I love that. Here's my hot take real quick. Pretty good. Do you think, given the Rams season, that we could see the Ernest Jones-Bobby Wagner usage flip? No. You think we're still steady? It's just... It's a respect thing for Wagner, too. Yes, exactly. They're going to keep rolling these vets out. If it was a different situation, different team, Mm -hmm. maybe different player, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, with Bobby Wagner, I think you're going to get 100% of snaps the rest of the season, assuming health. If anything changes, I think you'll just see maybe they utilize both together more often. Yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Maybe we see Ernest start playing 80 to 90%. Yeah. That's what I'd hope for. I'm happy for, I'm happy with it. Over 70%, that's great. Yeah, the Cardinals IDPs, we got to shout them out because, God, they had themselves a day. My Jay Sanders on 35% of snaps went for 25.15. J.J. Watt, 24.1. Hello, J.J. And then Buda Baker, 19.8 on 80% of snaps. Good to have him back. Zach Allen, 16.4 on 70% of snaps. The linebackers, our babies, didn't even score well enough to crack the top five. That's how good the Cardinals IDPs were. Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins, we should call it out, both played 100% of snaps. Isaiah Simmons, 15.75. Zayvon Collins, 14.75. I think we finally have reached the promised land, boys. I think so. I think it's here. Bobby, how do you feel? Are you still a little gun-shy, Bobo? Mm, I feel fantastic. Um, Isaiah Simmons had yet another big play in the game. Now, stat-wise, it wasn't huge, but it was a pass deflection, which led to a Buda Baker Um, pick, which I think Buddha may be housed. I think that was the majority of Buddha's points. Maybe not. Um, I feel great. Isaiah Simmons had six tackles. I think they were all solo, 100% playing time. If you give Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins both 100% of playing time, 
They're both going to produce for you some type of metric. Sometimes Simmons or Collins might be in the backfield for a sack. Sometimes Zayvon Collins in coverage might get you an interception. Isaiah Simmons might punch out a ball for a forced fumble every once in a while. I just think they're ballers. I think those guys are playmakers. I think that Arizona maybe is slowly starting to figure it out, which is weird to say in Week 10 with, um, I don't know, hopefully Kyler's healthy and everything. The Eno Benjamin thing was weird Yeah, that was also. Yeah, um, something going on there. I don't think we've gotten got the, the full depth. story. They got the depth to handle. I know you are feeling great about Zavin, but what about Simmons? Are you okay with Simmons? Yeah. R- rest of season. Yeah. Definitely feel confident. Of, yeah, for sure. Rest of season, I feel good. I mean, this is he's getting the snaps, man. Finally, yeah. it's good for his dynasty value. But you're right. I mean, they're both they both make things happen when they're out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and Simmons especially, man. He's been making plays every single week, and you know that the coaching staff is taking notice of that. Also, Arizona just. It's changing. You can feel it. They're playing better ball there. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins coming back was a huge lift. Um, Big game next week, Mexico City against the 49ers. Hopefully, Kyler's back and healthy. But, I mean, Rondell Moore looks pretty damn good. Hollywood Brown should be coming back pretty soon. That's a fun team. And if the defense can start to match that offense, yep. look out. The, yeah. uh, Zach Allen, another one we should yep. – I mean, just got – that guy's – I mean, talk about someone putting himself on a dynasty radar. I mean, he is someone that shades of like Trey Hendrickson a little bit, you know. I mean, that that's he, a good that's comparison. Kind of like how it, it he feels right now. I mean, I don't know. Like, if I had to choose between those two, I'm not sure that I wouldn't start Zach Allen at this point. He's been he's been awesome this year. Yep. Yeah, I wanted to pull it up so we could give some love here. Yeah, 25 years old, uh, but has had games of. 30.5, 28.6. The last two weeks, 14.5, 16.4. So, Zach Allen showing up and showing out and Pretty getting the snaps good. as well. Kind of like we were talking about in the golden hour for uh, Demarcus Lawrence. This could be Aaron Donald's golden hour. Could be. This could be the ride out. It could be. I mean, are you shocked if he's retiring at the end of this season or next season? Not at all. I'm not either. I don't exactly know what his contract looks like, and I'm not really sure that it matters. It doesn't matter. He's um, going to retire when he wants to retire. I think that. Uh, I think this. I, it could be a weird off season for the Rams. You could even see McVay do some weird. You could stuff. see total turnover yep. there if they finish like four and thirteen. Mm-hmm. Stafford retires. McVay retire. Aaron Donald retire. B. I mean, what's Stafford out for right now? Uh. Uh, concussion. Yeah, concussion. Yes, yep. it was. Now Cooper Cup is hurt. Yeah, yeah the team's about to they yeah. shut again. Shut it all We've down. Burn it to the week, ground. But they got to shut Stafford down. They got to shut up on. and shut down. Kill McVay. Kill McVay. Yeah, get him out of there. <laughs> Showing off his uh, beach bod and the hard knock season mm-hmm. and his like. Does he have a good bod? I didn't see him with his shirt off. It was fine. I'm always just a little bit like. Yeah, I'm sure he does. The guys who have the shaved chest, like mm-hmm. who? Yeah. Who's what got a, the time for that? Who what, Who's doing that? He did the Sunday conversation with uh, Caleb Presley. Did you see that? Did he? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. The last one I saw was with um, the guy from overseas. Um, his name starts with an M. He's like a big influencer, I feel like. Hmm. Oh, the uh, the little guy. Yeah. What's his name? The little guy. I know who you're talking about. I can't come up with his name. I can't either. It was pretty funny. Yeah. I'll have to watch the McVay one. That's one of the greatest things as well, Sunday conversation. There you go. I have With no Rogers. idea what y'all are talking about. Oh, my gosh. The Rodgers one's really good. Well, let's You'd appreciate finish it, up here, boys. Yeah. Speaking of the 49ers, get the 22-16 victory over the Chargers. We're going to get the Chargers back in primetime next week against the Mahomes. Kansas City Chiefs. 
but Nick Bosa has been an absolute monster this year. 15-plus points in every game with at least 65% of snaps. There was one game he played with like 39. I think he got nicked up in one game and went out a little early. Nicked up. Yeah, nicked up. There you go. Nice You're time. Nice time. I'm, I'm that dialed. should be a thing. I'm dialed in right now. Uh, but yeah, Nick Bosa has been a monster. 97% of snaps, 27.1 points. He is the dynasty DN1, folks. Don't overthink it. This team is playing really well. Can Jimmy G take him to the promised land and get him over the mountaintop? I don't think so, but the rest of this team is absolutely loaded, Addy. Is Bosa your your one? He, he just said one, it, didn't yes. he? He did. Yeah, Bosa's my one, my DN1. Mad Max is two, but yeah. And Nick, Parsons is three? God, I keep forgetting Parsons is going to be moving <laughs> to edge. Has he been playing predominantly at edge? Have we? I haven't seen the breakdown yeah, recently. You Pretty want much. Max Jeez, Crosby more than Miles Garrett? Yes, I, I think so. I have it too that way. Yeah, I think so. Max is how old Max is, is so good, bro. How old's Garrett? I think they're about the same age, right? Actually... Max is going to be there. He signed the big contract. Mm. He's just good, man. I mean, you mm. can make a case. Yeah, Miles Garrett. Max twenty five point two. Miles Garrett twenty six point nine. Oh, look at that. Are you one point seven? Old ass. <laughs> you got a, a Parsons one for you. Yes, now that if I'm thinking of Parsons, yes, I'm sorry. Are if you look at you. Yeah. Line. I mean, hell, you could still make a case for Nick Bosa. My God, the dude has been yeah, so definitely. good. I, I mean, mean, he's been so good. Bosa's amazing. I'm lying to the not wrong Parsons right falls in this weird gray area where it's like, I'm not thinking about him in linebacker terms or edge rusher terms. He's just Micah Parsons. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, just, for, he's somehow the 101 <laughs> overall. I love that. <laughs> he's the unicorn. He is. He's weirdly the 101 for IDP, but he doesn't fall into either top bucket for me. I don't know what's going on with my brain with Micah Parsons, but yeah, he's been awesome. And uh, hey, the Chargers IDP showed up pretty well, fellas. Khalil Mack, Derwin James, Drew Tranquil. Even Kenneth Murray got in the mix. Now he is uh, day-to-day with a head injury. He made some plays. Yeah. yeah. They were talking he does about that it. from time to time. Yeah, he did still only had like five tackles, though. Fred Warner, I mean, they were singing Fred Warner's praises, 19.25 points on 100% of snaps. Dude's good at football. Love to see it. This dude is very good at football. He wishes, is awesome. Wish his dad would follow us back. You know, yeah. still a little hurtful. The other thing that's, I think, helping Fred Warner is um, the linebackers behind him have been really kind of questionable this year. Dre Greenlaw can't stay in a game without getting ejected. and then Al- That was Sh- a bad ejection. Yeah, it was weird. And then Al Shair just came back Yeah, recently. He hasn't been very good, though. Yeah. Is he actually back? Yeah, he, played, back. he, was he back. played last game because he has that weird thing on his arm. It's like, yeah. okay. like a hook. Yeah. A hook. This is humongous. It's like a leg brace on his arm. <laughs> You'd love it, Josh. I just love the idea of a hook. Now I'm thinking of like the Halloween, you it's know, like the story. JJ. It's like the JJ Watt. The basically the knee brace on the yes. arm. Yes. It's like that's not how that's supposed to be used, JJ. You're the only person whose arm is big enough to wear a leg brace yeah. on it. Pretty much. I'm just thinking about it. Hook on his yeah. arm now. Oh, there's old Hook Man. <laughs> Better be, be uh, making out in a car on Lover's Lane. He'll stick that in your mirror. So we need Stick to go home. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go home. I need to walk about a hundred feet that way and go to bed, folks. So thank you all for tuning in. We really appreciate y'all showing up here. The week ten recap show. 
As we mentioned, don't unplug. Plug in. We're going to be here the rest of the Plug season. Plug in, guys. Folks. Like will, and subscribe, man. We will be here on Christmas night with you guys recapping those games. Chicken sandwich, Addy. It's 11.15. Are we going to eat this thing once the show's over? I don't think we're going to risk it. I don't think we, we're going we to risk it. We need to be there for the kids in the morning. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just not going to be good That's for anyone. That's not the Addy I know. Yeah. The Addy I what know. What happened to you, man? Would have had a burrito man. in here for only four one, and a half hours. Only one beer tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Adam I know. Sure. I'm a change man. <laughs> That's what I think of that. Bunch of shit. All right. Well, make sure you give us a follow over on the Twitter before the site comes crashing down around Elon Musk's ears. We are at the IDP show. I'm at Josh Raymer. He's at Adam IDP and at IDP Bob. If you like the show and you'd like to support us, the IDP show.com is the place to be. Five bucks a month or 50 bucks for the year is going to get you a ton of great perks. And we're just adding to it all the time. So check it out. And if you would, if you have not done so yet, five-star rating and a written review over on Apple Podcast is a huge help. We sincerely appreciate all the love that you guys have shown us. Uh, Bobo, you and the Young King are back with the preview episode this week. So Man. looking forward to that. Sneaks up here on you. It does. It's like, wow, we're, we're up again. Okay, so uh, here we go. Sure. Here we go. I appreciate that you guys go game by game. Y'all really yeah. knock it out of the park every time you, you do it. Molding the youth of America, Bob. That's what we're here for. Evan's a good boy. Molding the youth. I was like, who is he? Like, meant? Oh, but Evan, yes. <laughs> Evan Evan's is, a young boy. Evan is 22. Evan is. But he's I liked, a good boy. I liked uh, John Macri's tweet that Evan's office is just slowly going to be like come just a pile of jerseys. <laughs> and he's going to be podcasting from like a middle of a laundry hamper at yeah. the end of the year. So, mm-hmm. good on that young boy man. Boy likes though. jerseys. That boy does like jerseys. Might be time for a new one. Yeah, I think, Leonard, we may. it's signed, though. Give me another yeah. signed jersey, and I'll put it in the little frame there. Yeah, come on, Evan. That's <laughs> too much to ask. Rip down the Heineke one off the wall and send it to come us. On, get us a Zaire Franklin on the wall. <laughs> Let's Zaire. do that. Let's do that. Well, thank you all again for listening. We appreciate y'all tuning in. We will be back later this week, Bobby and the Young King, with the Week 11 preview. God, Week 11. Hard to believe that it is already here. Mm. Where's the time go, y'all? But then we'll be back next week with the Week 11 recap. And then after that, we got the very special IDP Blitz episode coming up. Got something really cool Mm. planned for that one. So make sure you stick around, folks. We're going to be here the rest of the season taking care of y'all. But until next week, for Adam, for Bobo, Josh signing off, we'll see y'all soon. Well, there's a fog on the pond and a whistle in the wind. My grandpa was a fishing man. Got an education, bought a plot of land With the fog on the pond and a whistle in the wind And every dog he had was his best damn friend They'd be up in the hills with a gun and a grin Beat the sun out of bed every morning With the fog on the pond and a whistle in the wind Yeah, the night he died, my dad had a dream He saw his dad at the pond walking with an Indian He 
said, hey, Dad, but they kept walking. And there's a fog on the pond and a whistle in the wind. There's a fog on the pond and a whistle in the wind. 